Hey competitor, it may be a new year, but your old excuses still don't matter. Here's how to get rid of them. What's up competitors? Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. My name is Jake Thompson. Happy New Year. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you're kicking off the new year on a strong first step couple of quick announcements before we dive into today's show. You will notice over the course of January, February, and March that we are hitting you with a double dose of episodes. That's right. We will have two episodes every week, every Wednesday and Friday. You can catch a new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. As always, get in touch with the show at podcast at competeeveryday.com. And if you have not joined our Facebook group yet, my challenge to you is to get in there. We are tackling a challenge every single month as a community. In December, we knocked out 1,000 burpees over the course of the month. In January, we are taking on a plank challenge. February, we've got something fun in store to help build your mental toughness and grit. And so if you want to get connected with other like-minded, ambitious people competing every day to live their best life, to win their work, their workouts, and their life, Go to facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. Then check the announcements at top up top so that you can get signed up. Join the January challenge. Raise the standard as well as building your core this month. So it's a fun challenge. Can't wait to see you in there. Be sure to say hi. Now, let's kick off the new year. Let's finish the week strong by talking about how we kill excuses. Listen, I know you think they're believable. I know you think people buy them, but your excuses still sound like crap. They may sound sweet to our ears, but to everyone else, call it a spade, a spade. They know it's an excuse when they see it. Listen, our excuses are easy. They are readily available for any situation, and they trick us into believing that life within our comfort zone is better for us. They make so many of us believe that How our life is right now is how it'll always be because that's just how things work out. There's no sense in trying. There's no sense in putting yourself out there. You can't affect, quote, your destiny. And those excuses will even give us a chance to just push that responsibility from our own actions onto someone else. It's too cold outside to go to the gym. I'm too old to start a new job or go to that industry. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to learn a new skill. I don't have time to start a side hustle, even though I want to grow my income. After making enough of those excuses, every one of us has to get to a point where we come to terms with it, where we accept that our life is what it is and will always be. In other words, you get to the point where you give up. Or you get to that same point, you get sick of making excuses and you decide to take responsibility for where you are right now and start putting in the work toward where you want to go tomorrow without the excuses. Everyone has excuses. They're easy to make. But here's the thing. Our excuses do not matter. Our actions do. We have to learn to kill off the excuses in order to thrive as a leader, in order to compete every day for the career, the health, the life we desire. Every one of us has the opportunity and the option to keep our excuses or go reach our goals, but we don't get to do both. Our excuses prevent growth and lead to a life of failed potential. 
two of the scariest words in the human language, failed potential. You didn't live up to what you could have been. You settled for far less. You lived within your comfort zone, believing it was the best for you. And you were tricked. So in order to get us off on the right foot this year, to start 2020 strong, I want to tell you the five things that you can do this weekend, starting today. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Get out your pen and paper. If you're driving, hit pause, listen to it in a little bit so you can write it down. But five things to help you kill your excuses and start living your best life without them. Number one, in order to kill our excuses, we have to learn to identify them first. It's time to get real. Time to get real with yourself. What excuses are you making? What are you accepting that is okay? What do you continually use as your go-to opt-out for specific activities and actions? Take out a pen and paper and write down every excuse you're making. Even write it down if you're not sure if it's an excuse or not, but put it on the list. Maybe ask a friend to help you out. Is this an excuse? Make a list of every excuse you're making. Add to it as you catch yourself making excuses. Be honest. Be harsh with your list. Write down everything. Then write down those excuses of why you didn't do something, why you didn't achieve that, why aren't you where you want to be, what someone else has or doesn't have that you don't. What are you envious of? What's your daily schedule look like? We have to learn to identify the things we wish to get rid of. And so writing down your list will help you make these things real. Instead of these go-to outs, we just flippantly go to anytime we feel discomfort. It also helps us identify them when we use them. And here's the key, understanding why we use them, which leads us into the second point. Number two, spend time asking yourself why you're making specific excuses. Invest the time into looking at that list you just wrote down, understanding Why do you keep making certain excuses? Like peeling the onion, keep working through those layers behind every excuse to discover the deeper meaning of why you're using it. Is it fear? Are you afraid of failing? Are you afraid of what someone else might say? Are you scared of the unknown? What is that underlying reason? And and here's the key. It's, It's a scary time to have that type of conversation with yourself, but you need it so we can kill that excuse. Plants and and flowers and gardens have to be pruned. You have to cut away certain things in order for them to grow and thrive. And for us to grow and thrive as people, we have to learn to prune away those excuses. For me, one of the excuses I made throughout my late teens and 20s, college, young adult, is when it came to dating, I always told people I was too focused on my career to to be tied down. Didn't have time for any serious relationship, wasn't interested in it. I was just going to focus on my work. I was trying to be, you know, the next big thing. In reality, I was just making that excuse as a way to keep my distance from true connection. I was trying to keep intimacy at bay because I was afraid of getting hurt. I'd been hurt in past relationships. I'd had breakups. I'd had heartbreak, just like we all go through. But I was keeping them at bay, making the excuse that I was too busy. I was just career focused. And so I didn't have time to be tied down. I used my career aspirations as an excuse to keep a wall up. But it wasn't until I started getting honest with that, started diving into my excuses that I started to understand why I was using it and how I could grow through it. It's only by investing the time to dig into the roots of our excuse that we can determine why we continually make them. And how we can go about creating positive habits to replace them. Listen, as a side note, it is 
thousand percent okay if you meet with a counselor, if you work with a therapist. There's zero shame or embarrassment for anyone willing to work with someone to bring out their best self. Don't believe this lie. Don't believe this idea that there's a stigma for meeting with a counselor, that working with someone through your problems is a bad thing. Hell, that should be applauded because it means you're doing the work to invest in your best self so you can show up as your best self and bring your best work to the world. Your friends, your family, your community, we need your best self because it helps us come alive. It helps add value to us. And so if you're someone that's worried about working with someone, worried about meeting with someone, scared about the idea of what someone would think if you were meeting with a counselor, I'm going to challenge you to grow past those, those thoughts and understand it is okay. It is part of the growth process and no one should ever look down on you for trying to be your best self and work through challenges. So number one, identify your excuses. Number two, spend time asking yourself why you make these excuses. Number three, find the friends who are going to push you and call you out. Your relationship should play an integral role in getting rid of your excuses. If you spend the majority of your free time with people who constantly make excuses and avoid responsibility, why in the world would you expect to be any different? It's important that we learn to invest our time with the people who will encourage us who will challenge us, and most of all, who will remind us of who we say we want to be. And when we live in a way that doesn't align with that, they challenge us and call us out on it. Calling yourself out when your excuses is one thing, but having other people willing to hold you accountable and call you out on those excuses, to keep you accountable to the standard you said you want to live, raises your success rate substantially. Find a workout partner, ask a coworker, call up an old friend that you grew up with, find someone to help you stay accountable to getting rid of your excuses and call you out when you make them. And there's a note I want you to know about because I had a conversation with someone on our Instagram account recently that was going through the struggle of saying like, what if I don't have these people in my life? What if I don't you know, have this upgraded circle? What if the people I'm around are are negative and every time I try to upgrade my circle, people don't want me there because I'm not at their level yet? I want to tell you how I responded and how also Emily responded as well in our community. I told our follower, I said, keep striving. The right kind of leaders are always welcoming to the people that are striving to do their best and level up. Come at it with a servant mindset. Be relentless. Add value. Learn. Act swiftly but never settle. Emily commented under me and said, this comment is a whole ass mood. I love it. She said, for me too, keep pushing, keep showing up until they can't ignore you. And if they still don't want you, surpass them and hold your middle fingers up at the podium. I would say, don't worry about them, block them out, focus on your lane, but keep showing up, keep being consistent, keep leveling up. You will find your circle. You will attract those other people striving to do the same. And finally, number four, stop playing the comparison game. Looking at someone else's highlight reel, comparing your own entire story behind the scenes is just a formula for disappointment. The majority of times we compare ourselves to others, we're looking at people who have already accomplished what we want to achieve. We start to feel a little bit of disappointment that we're not at their level yet. We focus on that gap between where we are right now and where someone else is, without honestly ever knowing all of their story, the time, the sacrifices, the things they had to do to get there. 
I talk about this a lot, but a sprinter cannot run at top speed if they're worrying what everyone else is doing around them, if they're worried where everyone else is in every other lane on the track. It's only by focusing on their lane, running their race, and pushing toward their finish line do they reach top speed. It's the same way in life. If you want to reach your true potential, focus on your lane, press forward, and who gives a damn about everyone else? It's about you versus you. We fail to reach our full potential when we allow ourselves to be distracted by what everyone else is doing, by comparing ourselves to everyone else instead of focusing on our lane, running our race. And just remember this. Everyone that's, quote, there, that place you want to be, that success you want to have, at some point, they were at the same starting line you're standing at now. They just started running. So start running. Focus on your lane. Run your race. So recap. We're going to identify our excuses. We're going to invest the time to understand why we make these excuses. We're going to find our friends that level us up. They're going to call us out, challenge us when we use excuses. We're going to kill off the comparison game. We don't need it. We have our own race to run. Let everyone else deal with their own race. And finally, fifth, we have to accept responsibility for our every action. We can't be a competitor if we're just going to shirk responsibility to someone else. No matter what happens in life, we always control our focus, our attitude, our actions, and our effort. Those four things are key, our focus, our attitude, our actions, and our effort. So it's 100% on us if we choose to blame someone else or if we choose to take responsibility for what our actions are. It's 100% on us if we're going to choose to lead others by showing them how we maintain control of our controllables. A great leader accepts responsibility for their actions in a situation, even if things were outside of their control. You know what? It was my fault for being late. I should have planned more responsibly, knowing that weather can impact the traffic and it could have been slow cars. Listen, I'll take responsibility. I should have been more prepared for the presentation. I should have studied any curveballs this client could have thrown at us. I, it's on me. I need to work harder. I need to know my natural talent is not good as those other people. So I have to be better about outworking what I was born with. A great leader always accepts responsibility for their actions in a situation, even if things are outside of their control. You know what I'm going to tell you. Your excuses do not matter. Your results do. Too old, too cold, too experienced, too this, too that. Who cares? It doesn't matter what the excuse is you've allowed yourself to use. What matters is that you get rid of it, start today, and start competing. What you say doesn't matter. How you live does. Thanks again, competitors, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast your weekly home to cultivating the winning mindset necessary to excel in your work, your workouts, and your life. To connect with the show, learn more, visit CompeteEveryday.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. Visit CompeteEverydayPodcast.com to learn how you can get connected with other everyday competitors. Contact the show and find resources to help compete for your best life.